dress it up a little bit. Well, welcome to our first episode. It's Amina and Chandra. Hey, everybody. Let's just start with how was your week? Um, the fact that it's already Tuesday and I'm over it. Yep. That's about what I have. What you got? My week was really long. Like, um, my protest was... I don't know it's it was beautiful and ugly all at the same time like honestly um it was it's an experience I'd want my daughter to have but at the same time I don't want her in harm's way like that Mm -hmm. because honestly it was peaceful I'm telling you nothing was happening everything was great until it wasn't Mm -hmm. so they're firing tear gas into a peaceful crowd and then later that's how you trickle down to the riots but you see people busting out windows, but it's none of our people. That's what I'm saying. Got like, you. It's no black people busting out windows. But then, after the windows are bust out, obviously, you know, some people are going to fall into that. Yeah, fall into that. Well, the shit is free. The doors are open at this point. So you see the people that bust the windows just walk away. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, they bust the windows out and walked away like... Are so you, almost like planted. Yeah, like it was a setup. It clearly was a setup. Clearly. But then they looted McDonald's. I'm trying to understand why. Because McDonald's ain't did nothing to you. <laughs> like. But McDonald's? Like McDonald's ain't did nothing to you. At all. Like I was highly upset about the McDonald's. Like they're I wasn't really upset about the Marcus. Any ice cream. Like they're still. The ice machine's still not going to work. They're still not going to have it. Like still not like, ugh. But they did loot like a a sneaker store. Now we all know that I am a sneakerhead. Oh, thanks. This all the way around the board. Like we all know that, but I was not a part of that. Mm-hmm. I was running. Our car was I want to say about maybe four or five miles away. I've been trying to get in shape, but like not <laughs> in one night. Like. Our friend Jaquela, who invited me, which I'm grateful she invited me. And she was invited by McKenzie, so thank you to both of them for inviting me to go. It was great. But she's in the Army. Sis was, like, sprinting to the car, full-fledged. I was like, it's been 30 seconds. (laughs) I need water. I'm about to die. Like, I need water. She was like, you okay? No, I'm not okay. You're running at full speed. I said, and then she doesn't want to walk slow either. She speed walk everywhere. Oh, I was like, sis, I'm trying to cruise at this point. I got to catch my breath. Dog. But the tear gas sounds like a bomb it, when they drop it. When they pull it, they pull the trigger. It sounds like a bomb over and over and over. It rattles your body. rattles your spirit. Literally. So, like, after the third time, I was like, mm-hmm. all right, bro. I'm not fucking going to die out here. Pat's calling me like, yo, they got SWAT out there. You need to go and bring your ass to the house. Would I do it again? Absolutely. Without a doubt in my mind. So what is your reasoning behind? I've always wanted to ask anybody to protest anything. Because I was raised to, if you don't believe in something, you'll fall for anything. Mm -hmm. And for me, there are subtle little changes happening Mm -hmm. with these everyday protests. Mm-hmm. Every day you're making it more difficult for them to get to work. Every day you're making it more difficult for them to get into their office. You're going to see my face every day until you change how the fuck this, the system works. Mm-hmm. 
So the system clearly wasn't built for us. So it's right. It's about us to. It's for us to break the system. Mm-hmm. And in order to break it, they can't arrest seven hundred people every day. Mm-hmm. They can try, but they can't arrest seven hundred people every day. They can't cite seven hundred people every day. Nobody wants to deal with that. But then, it also humanizes the police because not only were, yeah, they tear gassed a crowd of you know peaceful people, but there was also police officers in that crowd with us. The, walking with us, the tear gas. Yeah, walking with us, supporting us, being like, "Yeah, we stand by y'all. Right, this y'all doing the right thing, but make sure y'all stay on this side of the street so that you're not blocking all the traffic." Right, you get what I'm saying? Making sure that people were still doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they were hit with rubber bullets for supporting us. So it's not. I'm uh, like a lot of people. Are like, not all the police are bad. Not all of them are bad to me. Right, but I personally know some of them. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's different. Mm-hmm. But for the ones that were out there, I appreciate that. It humanizes them. It, it reminds you that they're people, too. Mm-hmm. Granted, they were all the ones that supported us were black, were Hispanic. Mm-hmm. Wasn't no white people out there. No shade to them. But I didn't see y'all. Right. No, no white officers, none. I didn't see y'all out there with us. Right. It was a lot of white people with us, though. Mm-hmm. With positive signs. With a lot to say on the loudspeakers. Like, they were out there thugging it. Mm-hmm. Thugging, thugging. Like, I was very, very impressed by the unity and love that I see. And that's the reason why you do it. You see all the negativity on social media. You see just the things that make you cry, the things that people don't talk about. Because mm-hmm. I cried for probably two hours after that. Mm-hmm. Because it's it's emotionally taxing. Mm-hmm. But it's worth it. Because now, in the history books, I'll be able to tell my child the same thing that my grandparents told me. Right. They was in the marches. They, you know, mm-hmm. they stood for something. And can't nobody tell you about being proud of being black. There's nothing better in this world to me than being black. You can't tell me Absolutely. shit about my people. <laughs> Absolutely. You can't tell me you don't want to look like us. Sis, you got big lips because you want to be like me. Yeah. Like, you got braids because you want to be like me. Your hair don't do this. When you got whole dreads in. Yeah. <laughs> look at your ass. The Lord didn't give you that. What is happening? The Lord gave it to me, but not to you. So that was the positive takeaway that I had. But other than that, other than that, my week has been also a little stressful, you know. Mm-hmm. The struggles of trying to buy a house at 30. Which is really not that much of a struggle, but having a significant other that you both have two very different ideas of what your ideal house is. Okay. Because he loves the brick and those things and I love a good white picket fence and like land like I'm trying to get some goats okay like for real and so we finally like settled on a house and not settled but have chosen a house together Mm -hmm. that we both equally love now we both had to give up some things this is the definition of compromise Mm -hmm. on both sides so hopefully we get this house so we can get up out of this apartment and get it on because I can't keep painting in my room. There's no oh, space yeah. for all that. Yeah. But yes. Anything else happen in your week? Um. Don't get to acting shy now, sis. Let's see. Let's go back to when the protest even started. Okay. Um, had no idea that mm-hmm. protest was going on until. I've read messages and got online and stuff like that. Um, 
I'm not one for protests. Um, not that I don't support it. I totally support it. But I'm not one to go front line. Like, kudos. <laughs> I mean, you know, you have to understand that, like, everybody have their, their place, their levels yeah. of, you know, like, I'll go and get on the roller coaster, you know, where oh, cool. other people, it's like, nah, I sit this one out. Like, where I'm saying, okay, I can take my heart, stomach, and everything all palling in and smashing like that and then going like this to my body. Um, But I can't take the, I can't breathe. It's overwhelming for you? From the tear gas or the crowds of people and not my cup. You know, that's understandable. Um, and when was this Sunday? I think, yeah, Sunday. Seeing uh, one of the little guys, not not black, you know, walking, non-black, had to be about what, like fourteen, fifteen, mm-hmm. with a full knife in your pocket. Like for what reason, though? You know when? Not one. We understand what we're doing. And when it comes to protests and things like that, you're going to have those people that have totally different agendas. Absolutely. And they're ready for that one thing to set something off so they can act how they want to act. Um, and that's with the rioting and everything, um, looting and things like that. I think people are very inhuman to where it's never two sides to a story. You know, it's all it's multiple sides because it's a lot of people that saw the same thing you saw, but their interpretation is way different. Than your yours, vantage point, you know, um, and things like that. But I don't. It's a fight we've been fighting for a long time. We never long, gonna stop fighting this. I mean, long, this. long time, long time. Everything that we have, they want. Yeah, you know, um, our men they model after, and then they kill them, so that we can we just have, have the children. Yeah, um, you can have the offsprings for him, and I'll set your life up this way. What's the point when he's physically needed? No, um, good. So just different things like that. Listening to the cries of men, like men, seriously, our black men listening to their cries. It hurts a lot. Um, it's just you're devastating. <laughs> they don't. They don't even know how to accept the love that we're giving out to them and the support that we're giving out to them because of all the hate that they receive. That's why you gotta give it to them a little bit more. Um, I've I'm had a conversation with a few of them. That's like you know, I mean, everything is black man, black man, black man, black man, black man, black man. Our black fathers, our black you know brothers and sons and and they're like we don't know how to we don't know how to receive it so it's like oh okay i saw that it's cute let's move on i think that that's a taught behavior and it's a learned behavior to learn how to accept that even dealing with certain men in my life they have not always been emotional or affectionate Mm -hmm. or you know soft quote unquote as people say but then i have men like my brother Mm -hmm. who is emotional and soft quote unquote 
and loves me and hugs on me and mm-hmm. does all of those things. So when I say I love my black men, I really mean that because the black men in my life, not all of them are great. Lord knows. <laughs> not all of them. But the ones that are, I love on them just a little bit more because the rest of the world is going to treat him like shit. Absolutely. So just a little bit extra love goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Even my guy friends, like my best friend, he is, oh, he's a dickhead sometimes. I pray for him. But the rest of the world sees him as just that, a black man, and he's, you know, expendable. Mm-hmm. But if I just treat him just a little bit better and tell him I miss you and I love you and I care about you, I want you to be safe, it goes a long way because in the back of his mind, if he does some fucked up shit, he like, he's like, think about like I, I I have people that care about me, mm-hmm. not only me, but his you know baby mothers and mm-hmm. his kids. Like you have people that care about you, my husband. Like you know the world treats him crazy because mm-hmm. he's not only a black man, but he is a stereotypical black man. Mouths full of gold, mm-hmm. brown skin. They believe you know he's the criminal. Meanwhile, right. he's never done a drug in his life. Right. Never stole anything. Never sold drugs. Never even been arrested. Mm-hmm. He is the model citizen. Okay, <laughs> Mister. He abides by all rules and regulations. Right. Okay. That one right there does not do nothing. Okay. <laughs> nothing. He barely wanted me to drink when I wasn't twenty one. <laughs> he's like, oh, nah, I can't buy you liquor. What? What's the point? Crazy. Got you as an extension. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, I think opposites attract because we are, child, we are opposites. We're opposite. I'm crazy as hell. He's very calm. He's real calm. Like, he let us just talk it out. Meanwhile, I'm like, so you trying to fight or not? What we doing? Catch these hands. Like, you trying to catch these hands or you going to keep running your mouth? What you, I'm going to give you a chance to get up. Like, what are you doing? We can get out there. Nothing but space and opportunity. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. I seen a beautiful, like, really, really beautiful display of um, black fatherhood. Um, Myself and TJ, um, the trainer. Safari. (laughs) Um, We did a photo shoot. I did the behind the scenes and everything. I caught a little Um, clip of it. Yeah, a little pastor, a little pastor man. Um, Jonathan Pack and the girls within his church it was four of them very respectful um, they kept showing like all of their personality when he wasn't there you know but then like those little girls that want to make sure that they're doing what dad says to do and all that when he came to take the individual picture and in the Aww. picture with them you know they were like I don't know like what do you want to do Okay, so we're going to do it like that? Okay. You know, in the smiles. That's so cute. I was like, what is happening? What am I witnessing? But it just did my heart, like, a lot of justice. Like, Aww. for me to be able to see that. And he's around the same age as I am. And these young girls' fathers are way older than him. You know, and they're absent from their life. And for him to be that. You know, and And everything that we've dealt with from the death of um, George all the way to back to the coronavirus that nobody's talking about anymore. Because (laughs) she just made up. Okay. No, I'm Um, just saying it's not made up. But But 
like even from all of that you know them having to deal with so much turmoil just to graduate um to have cap and gown and all of that and for him to do that shoot with them and me seeing that i was like that that's a little thing now that make your heart smile it has to be like the best like the greatest thing to see you know um and then having john john from how old is he 30 we're the same age so yeah yeah so having him under me like all my life and no matter where i am it's always that you know that supportive like brotherhood um protecting comforting like he's a small girl yeah like i mean well he was he just became he he just became talking to me he's still small you know um but yeah like to have like these type of men my daughter and her dad like for him to be around knowing that nine to eleven you know i was going through issues with okay you know your dad is dealing with depression because he lost his mom and all those different different things and then to get to that almost 10 mark and every day i'm like hey are you being safe yeah hey you're right you know because it's just that she can't go through that like that's that's the thing that i think of mentally like she can't she can't go through that. You never want your kids to go through like, things that you've cannot. gone through. And it's like he's wreck prone. I'm so serious. He get into a wreck not every time you look up. And I struck that out there because that's not. But it will be times where you look up and it's, okay, he's in another wreck. And I'm like, listen. What's the problem? Do you need drop Zed? I think so. Like, what's happening? Because like, can't nobody be hitting you every time. Remove your foot. Something. Like, let's get a prosthetic. Put it in place. <laughs> Some, like, something has to happen. Um, but just seeing these men love on these young girls. Because I know a lot of young girls that don't have it. Oh, um, see. And things like that. So, to be at a point in time... It's sad because his death was, like, it shut down the world, you know? As it should have. Because it took long enough. We watched you kill our men for years. And nothing has really happened. But now we we out here like, hey, Michelle, we shaking the table, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's the perfect segue into this week's topic, which is our love letters to black men that have made a difference in our lives this week. My first one is Kendrick Sampson, Nathan from Insecure, a.k.a. Green Eyes, okay? <laughs> Light skin with the green eyes. Okay. Okay? <laughs> you worry about the wrong thing. Okay. But no, he was in, you know, my hometown, you know, in L.A., she like different. on the streets of L.A., not only protesting, but being on the very front line, like okay. putting his body in between people to protect them, like... And making oh. a statement. Yeah, like he is out there in these streets, like for real, for real. Not just speaking about it, not just on social media. Right. That's a front for anybody that's just on social media making posts, but I don't see you doing nothing. Like, mm-hmm. whether you're doing it behind closed doors or whatever the case may be, I, st- I don't see it. Mm-hmm. So I have less respect for you. Period. Like, that's just how I feel. I said what I said. Fight me. <laughs> I mean, we all have our difference in opinions. 
Who do you have for this week? Just all the three that I gave. Oh, okay, already. Amen. Hallelujah. Hello. Hello. I also have Officer J.D. Will. I don't know if you've seen the little clip of him in the car. He's brown skin with a beard. No. He's really upset, and he's an officer, and mm-hmm. he's on social media. It's very, it's a very prevalent video. I'll make sure I'll send it to you. Okay. But he is, like, angry. Mm-hmm. He's like, what's happening is not okay. Whether it be the protest or the rioting or whatever, but that officer that killed George Floyd is not okay. And right. he made that very clear that he was very upset about it not being okay. Mm-hmm. Not only him, there's another officer. Um, I couldn't find his name, mm-hmm. but he was talking about how he was telling another officer to shut the fuck up. Straight like that. Okay. Like, sir, you're, you're not helping the protest. You're actually aggravating more people with your negative energy. Like, don't come over here with all that. He's like, I got a 15-year-old son, and I had to tell him what to do if somebody puts their knee on the back of his neck. And for a black man to have to explain that to his son, it crushes my heart. But the fact that he's coming out as an officer, yeah. like, listen, I'm black. Yeah, and I'm an officer, but I'm also a black father. Absolutely. So I still have to teach my son how to move when he's not with me. Right. And for me, that was, like, so... Like, it turned my heart. Like, mm-hmm. I just was like, oh, my God, I'm going to cry. And I'm already extra emotional as it is. So, mm-hmm. it don't take much, honestly. It doesn't take much for me to cry. Um, there's so many more. Um, my favorite one is obviously my husband. <laughs> as much as we bicker and fight, I've never seen a better father in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, who loves to come home to his family. Right. Like, as much as he works, because he works around the clock, but he loves to come home to his family. And what people don't see is the support he has for me. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as he didn't want me to go protest, he knows that's just who I am. Mm-hmm. And it's not really of a no. It's not really an option to be like, nah, you're not going. That's, that's not really an option. It's a more of a be careful. He was there to be able to give me updates. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to get off the freeway. You need to get to this street. You need to hurry up. You know, it was a positive experience just because he was able to kind of guide me with him without being present. Mm-hmm. Although he had to call me 17 times because my phone was in my fanny pack. So, I can't run and hold a phone, okay? Sure. <laughs> so, okay. So, let's see. I have a question based on his support of you going out front line y'all have bailey um as a black man he now has the wonders of is my wife coming home that's why we keep in contact that's why i try my best to keep my phone in my hand or as close as possible so that i can always touch bases when i need to Mm -hmm. but he also knows that i am truly an activist and i really believe in the movement and that it would crush me for him to try to cage me in and not be who I am. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the best part of it all is his understanding of this is who my wife is going to be. Although it worries me, mm-hmm. I know that she knows what she's doing and she knows how to move. Mm-hmm. And I can help her move when I'm not present. So I think that that's kind of how it works. He's able to help me move even though he doesn't have eyes on me. Mm-hmm. That's really how it works. And my other favorite person is my brother. 
because not only was I protesting, but he was also protesting at the same time in a different state. Okay. Right. Because that's who we are. That's just who we are, honestly. Um, my brother was shot with a bunch of rubber bullets. He is bruised and battered. And I don't think it worries me more than it worries him. Mm-hmm. Because for me, I'm a black woman. Yeah, they may do something to me, but what they'll do to my brother is a lot more harm than they'll Absolutely. do to me. Absolutely. We're not the same. Right. Period. And so for him to be out there on the front lines, too... It makes my heart smile because we obviously we believe in the same thing, but you know my brother's had some some issues, own personal issues with with the police and being arrested and things like that. So it's almost like a personal thing for him. Mm-hmm. So those are the two men for me that made the biggest impact for me this week. Honestly, I like it. I like it. It's really good to have a different perspective of um, a protester. Yeah. Um, be it that I'm not one. You may want to be at some point, though. Honestly. No. <laughs> no. No. Um, I've always been told to project my voice. I mean, even growing up, like I did oratorical programs, all of that. Um, I had one that was supposed to go national, but based on things that my dad couldn't do that, um, I was emotionally unstable to go. However, um, I don't know. I don't know. Without the support of my dad, I couldn't, I couldn't get past second place without the support of him. I understand. Um, so, yeah. Maybe if he was alive, probably. Probably. I probably would. Because he would probably be like, you know, that's right. I mean, you know, it's it's right to do what you would. Probably. But we'll never know that, unfortunately. Yeah. Due to unforeseen um, so circumstances. I will be the person that advocates every single thing from behind the computer i would make the video saying this that and the other um encouraging words to both sides even children um because at this time they're very confused they have no idea what's actually happening um they don't know the worries of mothers grandmothers wives you know sisters um aunts and things like that but they know things are happening um so yeah I mean, I think we, I mean, I think Pat understands that um, our kid is going to be outspoken regardless because of who her mother is. Mm -hmm. So she's always probably going to be on the front lines being loud. But we've had conversations with her, even though she's four, almost five. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think she has an understanding of what's happening. I just think it's about communicating with your kids and just letting them be present for Mm -hmm. Although it's not the best thing to try to explain to them, it's it's definitely a positive thing, I think. Because Absolutely. And they looks need to back know the history and facts. That and you can't tell me a kid that's more proud of being black. Like, girl, oh, you're not brown? Ooh, girl. <laughs> like, 
sis be really proud to be who she is and that's what I want her to carry with her Absolutely. throughout life because I don't want her to be the pretty for you're pretty for a dark skin girl I don't want her to be that girl I want her to be like oh, okay I'm pretty period so proceed I don't what even you were understand saying. the statement like Blah. why make it why even make it Facts. you're pretty for a brown girl I don't mm. are you pretty to be dark skinned so you're saying if I was light skin, I, would I wouldn't like be pretty. Wood. Essentially, I'm trying to understand. Or if my skin was just a little lighter, then I would just be pretty. I'm confused. Thank you, thank you. Period. Because um, you're trying to insult me, but it just don't work. It's like a backhanded <laughs> compliment. Yeah. Like you're pretty for a dark. I'm pretty. Thank you. I appreciate it. You could have kept everything else. But, I mean, I don't want to dig into colorism. I feel like that is another uh, topic for another day. Because, because <laughs> it's just a different line. It's a yeah. different line. But I think it comes from all sides, though. Because the brown women or brown men have a thing. And then light-skinned people have a thing. And then some light-skinned people be like, I'm not light-skinned. I'm, I'm caramel. It's all the same. Uh, we are all brown. I'm red. I okay. don't know what that means. You're still you're still brown. You're just like a lighter tan of brown. Period. You just didn't get the extra tint. I'm sorry. Sorry, I apologize for the inconvenience. <laughs> it's not my problem. The Lord didn't uh, blesseth you. I didn't ask him for all of the melanin, okay? I did not. But he saw fit. Which I appreciate. Very much so. Oh, I had, um, I talked to an individual, um, and I was on FaceTime with them. It's like, oh my God, (laughs) you look so pretty, you know? And I was like, okay, thank you. You know, like, let's get to the conversation. Um, you look like Black History Month. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Right, that was my response. I don't know if you were trying to give me a compliment or if you were trying to be a smart ass. Um, so like, and I was like, well, like I'm just not sure if that offends you or however, be it that you are darker than I am. Um, like I don't the shade. know. I've just you can't make me feel bad about my skin tone. You can't make me feel bad about my features. Um, even the you know, you look like you come from Africa. Thank you. Okay. Um, I have no idea what that is supposed to mean. I appreciate that. I take that as a compliment. But at the same token, um, they understand royalty. Back. They understand kingship. They understand queenship. Um, so, I'll look African. Um, I'll look crispy black i'll look black black i'll be black girl yeah um I'll i love be... that black black the emphasis on two black <laughs> makes it seem like oh you black black i don't know what that means but thank you like i'll be chocolate milk chocolate dark chocolate special dark chocolate either Ooh, way chocolate chocolate either That's way right somebody's eating the chocolate facts so Somebody wants it, so what if you don't like it, move around. That's it. That's all. But no. But yeah, that was moving out of that. 
that was that was just my little experience that I thought was really funny. I mean, because I've had plenty of people that um, decide to take those shots, whether they're darker than me, lighter than me, or however. I guess it was, you know, because everybody else is doing it. Let me see if, and it's like, okay, try. No, my favorite one is, oh, you don't look how you sound. Because I can articulate and I have a high-pitched voice. I mean, what do you, what am I supposed to sound like? I'm just curious. I've had people that said that. You sound like a white girl. That's nice. They didn't think having a conversation with me would be beneficial. And they left crying from the conversation. Again, I don't know if that's (laughs) a good thing or a bad thing. Because of the knowledge. But... Again, sorry. Let's not get into that. <laughs> this topic is for another day. But black men, I really do love you, like so, so, dear so black much. men. I love you. I adore you. Oh I appreciate gosh. you. Thank you for being great. Thank you for being great fathers. Thank you for being great husbands. Thank you for being great friends. Thank you for being great listeners. Thank you for getting on my last, my very last nerve. Because can't nobody do it better than y'all. Up under. Up under. The nerve. Y'all carry the nerve on y'all shoulders. Facts. To piss us off. Facts. Um, But yeah, love y'all. Like, love y'all. Well, that's it for our first episode. Our social media will be linked below. We're stopping now.